from the office all day tomorrow. It's going to be weird. Oh, jeez. Yeah. My work's having like a belated Christmas party because we can now. Um, right. So they're doing it over two days. So half is today and half is tomorrow. And I opted for the Friday night one because I thought that was better than the Thursday night one. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I'm just going to work the day from the office and then uh, do that. But i got to like go back to like old schedule, get up at earlier to like, commute in. <laughs> I, I specifically have been keeping that old schedule so that this wouldn't fuck me over at this point in time. Smart. <laughs> No, it's that's good. That's meant that, that I just get me. mad at morning yeah. television, which, you know, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, fuck, I hate it as well. That's, that's why Sam Armitage is leaving Sunrise. I just Let's put it on excited. in the background while I'm, like, having breakfast and organising Eli and stuff. It's put just, on anything else. Put on, like, a cooking, like, YouTube channel or a porno <laughs> or fucking... Anything is better than morning television. I think if I and put I like getting angry first thing in the morning, it might break me. <laughs> Like I'm just gonna be honest. No, Callum, you need you need to especially you, you you're gonna burst a blood vessel in your forehead if you watch too much more TV. <laughs> and you, in my mind, you objectively watch the worst one. You watch Sunrise. Mm. I, yeah, I do, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I watch the one with the people who aggravate me the most. <laughs> just imagine that one day he snaps and he comes in. And he's so happy and he's like. Yeah, I'm. I, uh, I murdered Sunrise. <laughs> I killed Koshi. <laughs> I thought it was. I, I meant the Kill opposite. Kill that I bold mean, fuck. He gets indoctrinated. You know, he's just. It's snapped, and all oh, of a sudden, no, he's he's like, I love Sunrise. <laughs> they bring me the real news. You know? Oh, that's it. Starts mate. watching Sky News. Oh boy. <laughs> that's that's it. Oh, there like was an unironically. <laughs> I was at the cinema the other day. And there was an ad for Sky News, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" And it's like, oh. "We are the only news that is right. That's why we're different to all the other news. That's the only That's reason." A concerning stance to take, and that should be an immediate well, red flag for anyone. Technically, they're not lying there. It just depends what they mean by right. <laughs> That's not true. There's a, <laughs> That's not true at all, Josh. Right-wing. All news is right-winged, essentially. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Eros Tavern where we drink beer and talk about video games. As always, I am Callan. I'm joined here by Josh. Hello. And that man you see blinking in and out of existence, if you're here on the Twitch stream, is Nick. Hey, that's me. How are we doing, boys? I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm only phasing out of existence because my RGB setup behind me is so right. <laughs> yeah. It, it just takes it, over. It creates the illusion, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. I it's do have a very man. fancy room. Nick, <laughs> you, you said you went to the cinema. What did what did you see? <laughs> Honestly, it was one of the most mediocre movies I've seen in a very long time. I oh, can't man. even remember what it was called. It started with C. <laughs> it was two words. It was like close. It was the one with uh, with Daisy Ridley and um, oh, and Tom Holland. And Tom um, Holland. Yeah, I want to see that. Oh, Crisis Walk or something. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it I was to see that. Chaos Walking. Chaos Walking. That's Chaos, Chaos walking. walking. Yep. Yep. If you accidentally don't see it, Josh, I would not be sad if I was you. Um, <laughs> I like so both of have... those actors, though. I yeah. like both of those actors. I and you're more critical of shit it. than me, so I might enjoy it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, I want to. Rach and I have um, village tickets that expire at the end of the month, so we have to go sometime this month. I want to see um, Raya. The new Disney. Movie. Also, have village tickets that expire at some point soon. I was yeah. thinking, I was tossing up between Raya and Chaos Walking, and I mm. now w- wish I had gone for Raya because you know what to expect 
with a it's yeah. a Disney movie, right? Yeah, I think it's, it's Disney. Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Disney you know, Studio, it's a, so it's like kids, in the same vein as Moana be, and Tangled and There's gonna be ups Frozen and shit. There's gonna be downs. There's gonna Is be cool Disney things Pixar? and heartwarming things, and there's gonna be a happy ending. You yeah. know you're And in there's f- a cool fucking dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Does Chaos Walking have a cool dragon? Definitely not. No. I think I think uh Rhea and the Last Dragon might win then, just on mm. that stance alone. Yeah. Well I don't know. I mean Fuck! Oh damn it! I can't think of the example now that I had the last Disney movie with a dragon in it. It wasn't a dragon; it was a dinosaur. Okay, don't worry. Go on. Move on. Oh, the last dinosaur. The last dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was movie the movie that I somehow forgot that I watched. But I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was greened out. Look, no, there because are it was with so dragons boring. that are bad. Like that Aragon movie, not good. <laughs> you know, I I. I, I watched that when I was a kid. When I, was a kid. Yeah, I had read the book, though. I was one of the nerds who had read the giant yeah. ass this book cunt. for it, and it does not do well to the book. Well, and I, it doesn't I read the lead book, Nick, the and uh, <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Um, when you're watching Chaos Walking, mm. as you're watching it, I'm like, yeah, this. When it finished, I'm like, this is totally based off a book. I can tell, just because it yeah. kept like, here's some cool stuff that would allude to something that absolutely didn't end up happening. Here's some <laughs> other cool things that not nothing yeah. happened with that. It's like okay, that any of those things I think would have been more interesting than what was you it went based through. on a book. It was, yeah, but cool. the book had a really stu- <laughs> wasn't the same name. The book uh-huh. was called like, like the the knife of not forgetting things. I think it was called. It was really like okay. well, it's like they do it all the time. Like fucking the books for Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones is the first book. The series is called A Tale of Fire and Ice, A Song of Fire and Ice and Fire. That's more interesting than a nice of a knife of not forgetting things. I, I, I gotta look at. <laughs> okay, wait, how, how about this one then? How about Blade Runner, which was originally Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? I, I like that. That's, that, that is a better name. That is a better name. Wait a second. <laughs> um. All right. We've we've. Just shot the shit for enough. Let's get on to the news. Um, First up this week, uh, Germany is trying to pass a new law that would basically make any games with loot boxes, uh, you know, R18 plus. They like, yeah, they are not allowed to be sold to miners, essentially. Um, Like, just any loot box mechanics, it's immediately got an 18 plus rating. Again. Yeah, if um, and if if they want the games to be sold to people under eighteen, they have to remove the mechanics, um, which uh, I I like it. (laughs) You know what? I've been thinking about this more and more, and I've decided that I no longer like it. I've changed my mind. (laughs) Let's not do this anymore. It's just they're not going to do it right. So well, the way they're defining defining it is like, um, you know, in-game purchases with gambling like mechanics like they're they're hinging hinging it on the the loot boxes no matter what type they're going to call that loot boxes it's that situation where we've got was it metopia in russia being rated r18 because it has same-sex relationships (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like it is ostensibly a g-rated game yeah but it's going to be r18 in these demographics well it's like we have the same shit here with drugs yeah but that's going from like ma15 to like r well actually here it's RC. We refuse classifications if drugs yeah. are a good thing in the game. Yeah, but but the thing is, like in in because this is the UK, right? This is Germany. It's Germany. 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 Uh, in Germany, you're not like kids under eighteen aren't allowed to play games that are over fifteen. M M. They're not allowed to play them, but they Wait, do. What? Because it's what? not enforced. 
It's the same thing. Right, sorry. Yeah, it's the selling of game those. So it's like if you weren't to buy a game physically, like yeah. it re- requires like ID. It's like the yeah, same here. But, if you purchase no, but, a game that's R. But, but yeah. what's, what's exactly. the point what anymore? Because you have digital... What about the digital marketplace though? How are they yeah. checking your ID when you go into yeah. the PlayStation look at, like, store and you buy Overwatch? Your profile too. If you, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, they don't check ID. Set your age on the profile and that's yeah. it. Sick, done. Yeah, like th- it's not going to be enforceable and it's just going to be annoying for people, that's all. Mm. Yeah. They need to come up with a better... In my mind, they do need to come up with a better way of enforcing um, age-restricted pers- purchases on online content. Like it is a tricky thing to do. Like even on fucking like porn websites, it's like enter your age to continue. Um, I was born in 1960 and continue on. Like you just scroll back, at least you did back in the day. It's like... Yeah. it's. It I always put my one. real like, age in there, Josh, shit. and was turned away many times, all right? It's... Just because I'm the honest one in this group, it's, <laughs> it's really hard, guys. <laughs> uh, look, it's, it's one of those things. Who do, you, who do you think should be responsible for what children buy? The companies or the parents? Well, parents, 100%. Well, yeah, then the we don't need, need to, to restrict informed. it then. No. Yeah, well, informing the parents is one thing, but you're asking for actual age verification, which is the exact opposite. Yeah. That means you're going to have to verify your age, Josh. You're going to have to fish out your life, put your license number into wet, random websites. That I don't want to put my <laughs> license number to random websites just to buy Take a fucking, photo of the front yeah, and back every time you want to buy a game. Yep. Yeah, no, that's uh, we're, we're leading into dangerous territory there. I, I think that we need to put responsibility on the parents again. 100%. I've changed my mind. I don't want it restricted. Parental Look, advisory warning stickers like on As CDs. a parent, I don't want any more responsibility than I already have. Let's, let's, let's outsource it to you, companies. But that's because you have that responsibility. You're not getting more responsibility, you, yeah. John. This is already your responsibility. True. I don't think you get to dictate anymore. If you've had the kid, you have the responsibility now. <laughs> it's done this and dusted. Is a, this Sorry, is mate. a true point. This is a true point. You're 18 years of being responsible. And then anyway, 18 years. the army. Done. Yep. Um, all right, let's stick uh, sort of European-based. Um, the Microsoft purchase of ZeniMax has officially been approved by the US and the EU, so it is official. It's done. They are united in holy matrimony. Microsoft officially owns ZeniMax and therefore Bethesda. Um, to celebrate, um, they will be dropping a bunch of extra Bethesda games onto Game Pass later this week, so that could even be by the time this uh, podcast goes up on Saturday our time. It wasn't there at the time of me putting the run sheet together. I checked. Um, I don't know if it's Game Pass, Pass for PC or console. I only checked the PC side of things. Also, um, to coincide with the announcement, Bethesda put up the video that we are watching at the moment. It's just like a bit of a, a montage history of the company going from the mid-80s yep. when they started in a basement to their, you know, international offices and thousands of employees and all that shit. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a done deal. Complete. Tailing off this as well, which I don't think we've got. I'm just going to double check. It's not further down. Um, not So... Microsoft have come out and confirmed that future Bethesda games will be exclusive to yeah. PC and Xbox. At least, at least some of them. They were there. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to, we're not going to not do exclusives with this. We've paid seven point yeah. five billion. There's going to be exclusives out of it. Sorry, yeah. PlayStation. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. Yeah. I saw a Reddit post, and it was uh, it was a post like, oh, as a PlayStation player. I'm not salty. Congratulations, Xbox players, blah, blah, blah. And it was popular, but I just think it's so fucking odd to say, congratulations, I can't buy these games anymore. It's not, this isn't a good thing for Xbox players. This isn't good. 
This is the same for Xbox players. It's now bad for PlayStation players. Yeah. This isn't a good... The only good thing coming out of it is that the games are going to Game Pass, which could have happened without them being exclusive. True. This whole thing is coming out to be some sort of like, oh, this is going to be really cool, and PlayStation people are like, oh, darn. But no, it's it's just... It's mediocre for everyone and bad for people who only have PlayStation. Anyway, that's my two that's cents true. about this whole thing. Mm, yeah. Like, it's... it's hard. It, uh, Xbox did need a good set of exclusives because they... We don't care really, what Xbox yeah. needs. Well, like, it's... it's mm. Again, we, we, we are people who have... High end computers, PlayStations, Xbox is all that. Yeah, crap. but for the people out there so who only have matter. enough to buy one console, like the Xbox is the cheaper one to get. For, yeah, exactly. For them, that's yeah. bad. No, well, exclusives no, well, are bad for people, people who can only buy one console. Yeah, but for the Xbox, it's good people, for the company. It's nothing. Yeah. It's neutral. Who cares? Yep. Right? You you could have bought these games before, no, and you, you can, still yeah. can buy them still. now. Whereas for PlayStation yeah. people, well, they're going to lose even even buy yeah. of xbox is the cheaper console now that they own that you know every single first party bethesda game is going to be free for you essentially on release because you probably have game pass like if okay. you free essentially that's a stretch they but, get a lot of revenue from game pass it's not a free service yeah. yeah i know but like you're not you don't have to go out and spend 120 bucks on, the, yeah, on the next elder scrolls game because you probably guaranteed. already have game pass it is guaranteed, but it could very likely have already been put onto there anyway. Like it, yeah. yeah as I said, that's the yeah. main benefit is that Xbox players will likely, and it's not even guaranteed. Like I wouldn't yeah. be too shocked. Has it been confirmed that their new Elder Scrolls is going to be on Game Pass? Well, every no, nothing's been said. All we know about Elder Scrolls party, Six is that it's called Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. So every, every first party Xbox game goes onto Game Pass day and date. Like that, that is like, it's their that, that was when they had a lot more first party, a lot less first party titles. When you mm. start expanding that and you're going, hey, we're going to put the Elder Scrolls 6 free on Game Pass, that's a lot of money because that's a big demographic. It's I a lot point, of people are going to buy that. Like, I, I, I would no, be shocked selling if they point don't. That They've got so yeah, enough but, things on there that it's worth it. People, even if they didn't put their biggest titles on there, they would it'd still be worth getting. People yeah, would yeah, still so, get it, especially if it's bundled with live. Even if it's like you're waiting a year before it goes on there, yeah. it's still worth it. I but reckon, you're going to have a huge demographic of people who aren't going to wait a year to buy Elder Scrolls Six. There's going to be a be slightly honest, smaller that, game. The biggest one. There's going to be a slightly smaller game that they're going to release, and they're going to be like, "Ah, uh, look, sorry guys, just because of the the massive production costs, we can't put it on Game Pass straight away for the first couple months. It's only yeah. if you buy the game." Or some shit like that, and they're going to mm. do that with a slightly less important game to before test the they <laughs> to test what, and then they're going to try to do it with with Elder Scrolls. That's what no, I they'll do. It, they'll do it with Elder Scrolls no matter what happens. Anyway, look, like it's, it's look at what Disney are doing with their fucking releasing movies on Disney Plus and charging you yeah. forty dollars for to, to yeah. rent it after yeah, paying yeah. fifteen bucks a month or whatever it is, paying the money to get it's the opportunity like, to rent a movie. If you want to rent it, and you, like you don't have Disney Plus already, that's like fucking dropping fifty bucks just to watch something once. It's I could go see it at the movies twice cheaper than that yeah. with my partner. Like, it's, yeah, it's a it's a bit it's a bit of a cook situation there. Um, yeah. Well, either way, I mean, I could be wrong. Of course, I'm just guessing, but I have no faith in companies. <laughs> well, um, something that is is a, a good thing a company's doing in my mind. Um, <laughs> Uh, Blizzard 
um, have confirmed that you can migrate your original Diablo 2 saves into the Diablo 2 resurrected um, game. The save files are compatible across. Um, That's pretty lit. So this was confirmed by Matthew Cedarquist, I think his name is. He's the game producer for the remake. Um, He said that they weren't... This wasn't a feature they necessarily set out to create. They just, like, made the game like, hey, let's see if this works. So they grabbed a save file from the OG Diablo and, Mm. and put that into... And just, like, essentially, to quote him, shoved it in... And it worked. So they're like, cool. Well, it makes sense. Like if they're just using the same names for all the assets and then updating them to like everything yeah. else. The save file should perk, perk. Yeah. Work a, perfectly. A, a, assuming Fuck. the save file is just essentially like a JSON or an XML file of your character and the items you have and where you are. There's no just reason why it wouldn't be able to read I'm it sorry, man. Get the, get the fuck out of here with your JSON nonsense. What do you want from me? YAML. <laughs> I want you to write in YAML, mate. This is purely a me joke and no one else is going to get this. Yeah, it is. I don't know what the fuck you're on about. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me sad. Good job, Cal. (laughs) It's funny that, like, you say here's a good thing that a company did, but it's in this situation, they've even just said they did it by accident. (laughs) It was an accident. (laughs) Oh, we didn't actually want to do this. I was trying to make a decent segue here, okay? No effort at all. (laughs) the best I Um, Here's a feature, sure. Um, The game also doesn't crash that often. That's a feature. <laughs> oh, that's huge. Big these days. Big. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about something else another company's done, Josh? Is that a is that a segue? I don't know if we, you notice it, but we could say that about almost every piece of every news. Every single that comes article. Out. Yeah, yeah. That was the point of that vagueness yeah. of my segue. What, what well, a segue. I've got a rumor that of something another company's doing. Oh, is it a rumor oh, of an close announcement? Enough. Yeah, it sure is. Yes. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> it is um it is being reported by Bloomberg that Nintendo are reportedly um sourcing some OLED Samsung screens that are seven inches and seven twenty p for this um unannounced rumored highly speculative Switch Pro new Nintendo Super Switch, Switch whatever is the, the other one I heard huh? the Super Switch Super Switch yeah we don't know mm-hmm. we don't know what they're calling it um we don't know if it Switch exists Plus. but this Switch Plus, yes. It's all rumors. Three, I've never been one switch, to... But it's, it's, <laughs> the it's new called 3D that, Switch. <laughs> call that because it's got three screens, though. Oh, yeah. Like a, uh, like a real big it's a, it's, a, it's like it's a, it's a TS, not a It's DS. just three switches taped together. <laughs> and they, they loudly yeah. cl- flap closed. Click out. Yep. Yeah. Just it, duct tape together. <laughs> if if the rumors are to be believed, they're saying that they're ramping up and can begin mass production as soon as June. Um, mm-hmm. Other things that this uh, Pro Switch supposedly has is um, DLSS features in it to basically allow it to upres to 4K when docked. Um, so like, that's a big jump. Well, it'd be able to render 1080 when docked. So 720 for handheld, 1080 for 1080 native for dock with DLSS yeah. up to 4K. And I talk fucking DLSS is like wizardry. It is magic in my mind. It is like the stuff like it's the only reason I can get any form of stable frame rates on on Cyberpunk. Because I think I <laughs> render at native 1080 and I DLSS up to 1440 native for my monitor. Oh and I did yeah. I did to try out that, that DLSS um the that's cause that's wait, is that the NVIDIA stuff? Hang on. I might be thinking the wrong thing. Nvidia is the net is is Nvidia. It's what it's what Nvidia call it. The up-resing to right, right, right. Yeah, right. I tried that recently. 
And yeah, it really does improve the frames in, in Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah just right. no, it just looks so rubbish. Yeah, there's no reason to to like render natively. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it looks nice. It looks nice. Yes, but like you look at like the quality difference between rendering natively and using DLSS versus the performance difference. Like yeah, the like it maybe looks a little bit better, but you're getting like. 20% look, look, extra let's be honest, or whatever. For, for a AAA title game, it shouldn't fucking matter because it should just run nicely to start with. Yeah, I got, I got, I put that on and I was like, holy shit, 100 fucking frames. And I'm looking around like, oh, it's hideous. Everything <laughs> looks so bad. Everything I'm not looking at directly is all blurry on the sides of my screen. People aren't rendering in properly. Ugh. But, yeah, oh, it's so the foveated rendering type thing. It'd be, it's a... it'd be nice if I could turn it on for driving. And have it automatically turn off for not driving because that's what kills me <laughs> in Cyberpunk. The the low frames, I just can't fucking turn properly. Yeah, yeah. Can't make corners. You can yeah. change the quality of it. You can be like quality versus performance of the DLSS. Yeah, There's a bunch a, of different sliders and options. I had a fiddle. I got the frame rate to a tolerable level while not making me want to vomit. But that's still cool. a lot of games came out in the meantime, so I haven't played it for a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not one who normally goes in on a uh, a mid mid-generation console, but I think I might have to for the, the oh, new Switch. I'm, I 100% Ooh. will be. Assuming that it exists and it's not stupidly expensive, I, I will be doing the mid-gen upgrade for it for sure. Because like... Uh, surely, surely it's not going to be that much more expensive Because there's the also reports of like there will be games that are essentially exclusive to yeah, it. Game, it, it. Game Boy Color only games, essentially. Yeah, or, or your DSi's or your new 3DS. Like it's... Yeah. It, it's well, it it's makes sense. It's got more, it'll have more processing it's, power. It's a semi-step without being a whole yeah. whole thing. It's not like... Nintendo have always done mid-generations differently to your Xboxes and your Playstations. They actually have exclusives for the mid-gen. But um, they're generally like maybe four or five. Yeah, not not many. They're, gen- well, yeah, they're, they're usually pretty good though. They're usually like first party only. I'm trying gen- to think of like the 3DS ones. It was doing. like, I think there were three. Monster and the Hunter? only one that I could... Monster Hunter wasn't a three D uh, new three DS only game. It what wasn't. It? It, no, it wasn't. No. It can't. You could get it bundled with it, um, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't a new. Um, yeah, the one of the only ones I can think of it. is like Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles, the original one, was like a new three DS only game. Mm-hmm. The interesting the, the, thing about this as well, though, in my mind, this is the first time Nintendo are doing it with what is technically the home console. They've done it with their handhelds, but it's not like there was a. You know, a a a, a, a new Wii or a, 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 a Wii U, maybe. Yeah, but no, but that, that was a different generation. Like yeah, it was. Yeah. It'd be like if they did a game <laughs> rectangle, <laughs> like <laughs> what what or something like that. Like it's it's like a, Come on, Josh. It's the semi step. A, a rectangle is obviously a step behind a cube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use your brain. Game pyramid. What do you want from me? I um, still think that's worse. Why not just sphere? No sphere then. Dodecahedron. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh. Just just quickly, I Game just wanted to for the curiousness, <laughs> I looked up the amount of uh, new 3DS exclusive titles. Yeah. I reckon I could read these out and it wouldn't even take that long. There's that few of them. Go on then. I dare you. Uh, so, uh, Xenoblade, uh, uh, Binding of Isaac, Fire Emblem Warriors, Wind Up, Wind up on, Night stop, 2. Stop, 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 stop. Binding of Isaac? Binding of Isaac. Rebirth. They couldn't get that to run on an OG 3DS. <laughs> It's an exclusive to the new 3DS. Oh god, they were paid to do that. There's no way. That, uh, Runbow Pocket. Be able to run that. Future Doom EP Deluxe, Block Farm, Pixel Hunter, Life Speed, uh, Pinball Hall of Fame. All Dragon... the good games. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Wait, when was this from? This that still has TBA as the release date. Dragon Fang, Former Eight, SNES VC, and Minecraft. Well, the new the new 3DS is still an active console. They haven't killed it. They've killed the OG. No, it's dead now. They, they, they've killed the OG 3DS, not the new one. I think. Sure. I think. Don't hold me to that. Ninety percent sure it's yeah. dead. Don't hold me to that. Um, alrighty, that that's what we've got for um, our news. Now we're gonna move on to quickly to our last news story of the day, which is our listener submitted news story. If you want to submit a news story through to us, jump on to the Patreon. Um, Patreon have updated. It's now in your local currency. I think it's three dollars Australian or two dollars US. Um, that gets you into uh, or gets you um, extra access to the Discord. The Discord as of September twenty twenty, it's been dead, Josh. Ah, there you go. Only recently though. Um, yeah, you can. Anyone can join the Discord, but if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get uh, extra access in the Discord, uh, which gives you the ability to get into the channel where you can send news stories through to us for us to read out on the show, like we're about to. Um, do 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 do. Have I set this up? I have. Cool. Um, also, I, I'll happily tell you if your news story is rubbish. Ooh, <laughs> um, so this week, our um, listeners made a news story. Uh, is all about Rust. Oh, oh um, no, this is... I don't, did you not, I guess, because you know, the listener submitted it, you don't need to add it. Yeah, this is the biggest news all week, I reckon. <laughs> um, <laughs> Face Punch, uh, the developers of Rust, have confirmed that of there has been mass data loss oh. of European <laughs> players' data due to a fire in the data centre. Um, uh, they, they've been slowly over the past couple of days bringing the servers back online, but they have confirmed that with, there weren't really any backups of the data, so you're starting from scratch again. <laughs> like, it's... That is brutal. Yeah. Uh, quick quick word of note, because I heard that and I thought, fuck me, there are people who dedicate lives, their lives to this shit like this. But... Yeah. <laughs> most, if not all, servers wipe every month and some yeah. every week. Oh, wow. So, okay. it's, so it's not, not as bad as, as I initially bad. thought. Yeah. Okay. And as if they wouldn't have backups, sorry. Well, an offsite backup. If they're wiping every week and every yeah, yeah. month. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't need it. Yeah. If that makes sense, then yeah, if they're wiping it every do, week, do, you would need an offsite backup, I guess. Are they complete wipes? Is there no like character specific stuff that stays or. I, it's, it's a, I, I'm I pretty sure because they've got microtransactions, I imagine. This is, I'm purely speculating because I haven't played this yeah. game since it fucking came out. I don't, I don't uh, think I've ever played this game. It's big enough and streamer enough that there'd be microtransaction. I imagine there's cosmetics that are tied to characters, and the, I doubt the characters would have got wiped. Yeah. These are servers. They would servers. be backed up for sure. Yeah, yeah sure. I, don't, I don't know. They just said, yeah, there's been yep, complete data loss, and they're not going to be able to restore it. You're starting from scratch. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy though. Yeah. Like it's something big enough that it would affect thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, for mm. sure. It's um, it's a bit crazy out there. Um, but you know, live and learn, make backups if it's that important to you. But then, like, it's like then you need a whole nother data center for the backups. <laughs> well, they should be running a redundant server setup anyway. Like, oh, oh it was right, it was right next to the main server. It was right there, and they just both burned. Yeah. You know. It, it was oh, on a had, floppy disk on a magnet on a whiteboard. We had eight <laughs> redundant servers. They were all next to each other. Anyway. Yeah, it was to, to space save. They had, yeah, eight redundant servers in raid with each other. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I hey. think that's a, a piece of terminology that makes sense. <laughs> um, Running all servers in raid. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, since, since we've uh, had a couple uh, of weeks off from the pod here, I, be- I believe we've all probably had a bit of a chance to play some games. Callum, I think you got you got something to talk to us about. What are you? What I'm are playing. You got, I'm playing an old game. An old game. Um, well, is it that old? <laughs> old. <laughs> um, so, well, I guess originally Persona Five came out in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, and that's part of the PlayStation Plus bundle. Yes. PlayStation Plus collection. Yeah, the, is that what they call it? Yeah. The PlayStation so I, PS collection. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. PS collection. So I started downloading that the other day. Then realized, wait a second, this is just Persona Five. Fuck that nonsense. I own Persona Five Royale. Uh, and so I sorted out how to move my save data over and, and decided to jump back on that one. Um, so I had maybe like four hours worth of play time. Uh, I'm about up to 20 hours worth of play time now. Oh, yeah. Um, been really like sitting down, getting into it um, over the past you know week or so. Yeah. And this game fucking rules and <laughs> I get the oh, hype behind it. I, I've tried to start it a couple of times. I've never had like a good chunk of time to sit down and dedicate. So I've never you gotten... need a good, especially yeah. at the start. Cause like yeah. the very intro of this game, right? So we're seeing parts of it now. I think this is the intro. Um, yeah. It's very like high energy, really like intense and, and interesting. And then it slows way down after mm. about 20 minutes because <laughs> it goes into the actual start of the game. Uh, the whole intro is like a f- uh, flash forward. So the start of the game is you're infiltrating this casino and you get caught by the cops and beaten up and thrown in an interrogation room. And the whole game, as far as I'm aware at this stage at least, is you telling, telling that story back to the person who's interrogating you. Uh, that, or maybe you know, you're just sort of reliving trope. it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, think, I think you do You do need that little bit of time at the start just so you can get over that first hump of learning how the game works. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a hard one to go and try and break that down three yeah. times. And fuck, it's 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 like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The tutorial goes for like 10 hours, man. <laughs> yeah, one, one of those games. But yeah, yeah. You, You're constantly just getting told new things for like a good chunk of time there. The game has amazing style. Oh, like, dude, this thing like just is dripping style. Like, there's no other way to put it out there. Yeah, like the the menus, everything about it. Um, yeah. the, the speech bubbles, like it's all very heavily stylized, very or like graphic novel, very or a, very manga anime. Yeah, very anime. All the cutscenes um, are full like anime animated. Like the oh, they, they look beautiful. So these these aren't cutscenes we're seeing at the moment. Oh, it's pseudo cutscenes. Um, pseudo cutscenes. These are like you know those cutscenes where it's like in-game cutscene and there's like actual cutscene. In-game like, engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like there's the... actual cutscenes that are full like oh, okay. beautiful Anime, cell right. shading animation sort of stuff, and they all look absolutely fantastic. Um, the menus even like yeah, like Josh was saying, the menus are beautiful. They've all got like it's like, it's about a hundred and thirty hour game. Yeah, just like base. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. The and base so game, I think, you is have 120, and Royal adds like another 50 hours on top or something. Royal, it's not that bad. Oh. I think the base is about 110. This is 130, and I'd say about 20 more hours. But like, you've got to take in when you have a game that fucking big, you need to keep it like engaging. So you yeah, need absolutely. like the fucking the menus to be like fucking hyper stylized and like engaging, and they are they're fucking beautiful. Like when you press pause, Joker sort of just pops up like with his hand up to the screen sort of thing 
And then, you know, you go select the menu item and he transitions around into, like, the next pose he's got in the next part of the menu and shit like that. <laughs> like, there's this real, like, just style throughout the whole thing. The soundtrack is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's got um, a great, great soundtrack. It, so I've heard it described as acid jazz is, like, the genre <laughs> they describe it as. Acid and jazz. If, oh, man, it's a bop. Like, every single song in there is a bop. <laughs> I, I had it, I had it on in the car the other day with like no regrets. Oh wow! <laughs> We're seeing some of the menus. Like this is just the same oh, showing menu the menu pop now, up yeah. now on stream. Um, like, it's all super like yeah stylized like that. But so the game is essentially two halves. One half. Oh, this is the CG like the full animated right. cutscenes by the way that are on stream at the second. Um, the game is in two halves, right? So you've got the running around doing the turn-based dungeon crawling stuff. And then you have like Life Simulator is the other half of the game. Very, it's that that sounds like very Fire Emblem, like how that had sounds, the, uh, the very Life simu- Simulator yeah. when you're in the school, and then you have the combat to an side extent. Of things. It's always Persona Five. Persona's a, a much older. They're, they're yeah. obsessed with school. Why do they love school so much? Was it that? Is it it's that great? Japan. You, okay, I know it's Japan, Josh. We've established that, but why? <laughs> They love it's just the thing. Like, we've got to save the world. We've got to have romances. We've got to do this all while we're going to school. You know, yeah. It's I don't get without that. without short skirts. It's not always short skirts. I don't think Joker wears a short skirt, Josh. No, Joker doesn't have a short skirt. Oh, I mean, well, Anne does off. wear a. That's just uh, the like, stuff you watch, Josh. <laughs> Anne, I was gonna say Anne does wear like a skin tight latex cat suit. That, I don't know if that's not like quite a short skirt, uniform, but it's still though. like you know, no, that's that's a persona thing. If, Phantom Thieves uniform. Persona. <laughs> Persona, yeah, perfect. It was skin. T- <laughs> can you have skin tight? Uh, skin tight? Th- I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Josh. Josh. I'm not a furry. Right? I was, yeah, I was about to go into like the nitty gritty bits of furries, and I realized that that's not a good thing to do. Let's not, <laughs> let's not get into furries and scalies and all that nonsense. Okay, so the point is, we'll go back to it. dungeon crawling, like turn based, four party, four party member team fighting stuff like very typical jrpg sort of turn-based combat um and then yeah the other half of the game is like life planning like so you have generally two so slots weird. per day um so like all all the weekdays or well not weekdays because it's uh monday to saturday you go to school so you oh, most of your day japan man japan's got it. a six-day work week buddy that's <laughs> rough that. yeah no it's rough um so Monday to Saturday you go to school, which means most of your days taken up by that, uh, and then you have the afternoon and the evening to go and do things. So generally, you'll be either like bonding with your your, your friends and like learning about them and leveling up their stats, or not their stats, their uh, their bond with you, which gives you more power in the dungeons, or you're going around doing the actual dungeons takes up a time slot. So that would be like your afternoon done. And then you have the evening where sometimes you're like locked into the cafe where you're living. You live in a, like an attic above a cafe. Uh, and so you have to like, you know, you study or you make items or something like that to like up your skill or give you a lockpick that you can use in the in the dungeon later on. Uh, or you can, yeah, sometimes you're allowed to go out at night and, and sort of go to stores or go see movies, which also gives you stat boosts and all that sort of stuff. What, yeah. Can I ask, what, what kind of dungeons are you going into since you got school in the morning? Like okay, so is it like you know caves full of skeletons or? Uh, so I'm calling them dungeons because you know that's just what video games you'd call them dungeons. In yeah. the, in this they're called palaces. 
Uh, and each palace is essentially the mindscape of a corrupted adult. Oh, um, so you go so and fight in their minds. Pretty much, yeah. The mind so you, palace. So you go Sherlock into, they call it the metaverse, which is just basically, you know, this verse full of all these different mindscapes. Verse. Uh, so the Universe. first one... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a metaverse, Josh. Uh, so the first one you do is the coach of the school like he's the the PE coach for volleyball and he's like abusing kids and shit like that physically and stuff like that and there's rumors that he's you know sleeping with one of the students and yada 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 but nothing ever happens about it and so you go into one day you're going to school and you just end up at this big fucking castle where the school should be and you're like what the fuck's going on you go in the castle and you know the gym teacher's there is like this like king who's only wearing like a cape and like a speedo and, like, it's because he th- sees himself as, like, the king of this school and shit like that. So, that's why he perceives the school as a castle. And so, you you know, you have to go through that. And the so idea is voluntary? that you... voluntary? You just, you just, you go to, th- you're trying to go to school and then all of a sudden you have to... The first one's involuntary. The second time you work out how to do it and then you sort of... Right. The idea is you meet someone in there who helps you work out what you're doing. And the idea is if you can steal the treasure of their palace, you will change you will like change their minds and make them no longer corrupted by it right you get to keep the treasure um, you do i haven't worked out what you do with me i've only just beaten the first boss right um 20 hours in i just beat the first boss the first palace uh Sorry. and fuck it was hard like the boss <laughs> fight was difficult as shit and um, i'm only playing on me i'm only playing on normal mode because yeah yeah you say this, so this is you're playing Persona Five Royal, which is like the the game of the year edition, for lack of a better word. It's it's the it's kind the original of, game but not really e- extra content yeah. added in there. It's not even just extra content. It's it's been like rebalanced. There's things that have been put into it. Like there's um there's this place. I'm not up to it yet, but there's this place called the oh shit. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's essentially like the collective mind of Tokyo, right? And okay. you go oh. in there, and when you're in there. You, in the original game, you'd have to fight everyone. But if you're substantially way higher than that enemy is, you could just choose to auto-finish the battle and get what you would get out of it and just sort of speed up some of that grinding you would need yeah, to do. Okay. Um, there nice. are new characters involved. I think there's a new palace. That, that, that's the the thing, the, the new characters yep. thing. So from what I've heard that... Because Persona 5 Strikers came out in the West last month so not that long ago here but it came out yeah. a year ago in japan so mm-hmm. persona 5 strikers is a direct sequel to persona 5 but not to persona 5 royal that's interesting because there is some slight differences in as you say new characters and balancing and stuff because yeah. strikers came out in in japan before royal came out it made Did more it really? sense yeah <laughs> huh, um, persona 5 strikers persona 5 royals from 2019 I think Royals last year, dude. No, it's not. I looked it up. It's 2019. Oh, well, whatever it is. I'm pretty sure Strikers came out in Japan before Royal did, which is why it's a direct sequel. Initial release is Feb 20, 2020. For Royal? No, for Strikers. Strikers. Royal <laughs> is uh, October 31st, 2019. Okay. So then, well, they'll, they'll at least being developed like at the same time. Like it makes It still makes sense. But yeah, from what I've heard, Strikers is... Yeah, your direct sequel to the original, not to Royal. Interesting. So, well, yeah, it would just be purely that there'd be a couple like, of characters not in it sort of thing, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Because there From, are two new characters that you get, or they're called uh, 
two new confidants, which are basically like the special characters that you gain relationship points and stats with. Yeah. But I look, I'm really enjoying this game. I fucking love it when I'm in there, but at the same time, it gives me anxiety. Because yeah. there is. One of those games that when you're not playing, you're like, fuck, I should play more of this, but oh, I can't be bothered picking it up. But then when you are, it's like, I can't put it down again. No, no, it's, it's not even that. Like, I, I genuinely enjoy it. I don't even think, like, I don't want to go do this. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go play some Persona. That'd be great. But at the same time, I, I have, I had to have gotten up a a guide for what <laughs> tasks to do because there is so, right. there's so much you can do oh, and just so easily to fuck up mm. that I'm just like, I don't, it's giving me anxiety. Like, I don't want to, like, go and do this particular thing on this day and then realize, well, now I can't get one of these characters to max level. <laughs> I can, Which I've already done. I already fucked up. And now I'm like, well, I just the missed game, the chance to get level three for Chariot. Well, that's going to take me games like, however long. Uh, like 120 hours long. It's mm, not like yeah. you're going to get to the end and be like, oh, I didn't do that. I'll just start again. No, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. You know, let's, it's fine. I can t- I totally understand using a guide for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I just, I don't want to fuck up any of the things that I know to, I need to do to get all my stats and shit buffed up correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, you good? <laughs> yeah. What's up? <laughs> Keep talking, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just summoning a bowl of food. Is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Persona Five is one of those games. As I say, I've been meaning to been meaning to try when I have a spare hundred odd hours to throw down the drain. But you know, th- 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 those hours are hard to come by these days. <laughs> oh, poor okay, I, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, it, it's there's a lot to go and do. So yeah, I think it is something where you maybe maybe you don't need a hundred hours right now, Josh, but maybe mm-hmm. give yourself. Two or three where you can give a good sit down yeah. and get into at least the base of the game and understand where it's going. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's more important to play for long stints rather than for, you know, often. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I've been doing, well, I've done this week like basically 20 hours worth of gameplay. Um, and I've probably done that over three sessions. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, I'm going to sit down from like 4 till 10 p.m. and, and play this. It's the kind of game that where like if you've only got like an hour or forty minutes and you push play that, that around forty minutes is gonna feel like nothing. You yeah. know what, honestly, you Pressing. could probably do that depending on what you plan to do. No. Like if you're like, like you I'm gotta, not gonna go into a dungeon. Day. That's it. <laughs> if you if you're like, oh well, I'm not going to the dungeons on this day like on the days that I'll do in that forty minutes, I could go and sit down and knock out you know, two or three days worth of time in game. And you know, maybe get some points up, or you know, just a bunch of relationship some... management. Yeah, exactly. Sort of yeah, and then, and then it's like, cool. I'm up to a dungeon. That's going to take a few hours. I'll do that next time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, you can go to the dungeon whenever you want. Is the other thing. So oh, once you right. have like your next target, you just go, cool. I'm going to go to the dungeon today, and then or the palace today, and you go off and you do that. Yeah. Um. There's so much to this game. There's romancing at the end as well. There we go. Last part <laughs> I'll talk about, I guess, is all the female characters, I think, are romanceable, and you can only romance one of them per playthrough. Oh, come <sighs> on. I think, there is a, I think I did read there's a special ending you can do where they all find out that you've been trying to date all of them. And they just get really <laughs> angry at you. So you I, have I, to like, start dating them all. I, like I don't that. know exactly how that happens, but yeah. It it is a, a, a cutscene in there or something like that. That's good. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was watching a, a video from the complete, completionist the other day about it. 
Um, but yeah, I cool. mean, if you have not heard of this game already, I don't know where you've been because everyone raves about it and I'm just going to add to that incessant noise saying play this game. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Nicky boy, I think, next game? I think we're up. So yeah. um, Nick and I have both picked up and been playing Loop Hero. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't want to give you the chance to drag it out, Josh. I wasn't going to drag it out. I was just <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know, Josh. I, I took that away from you. You did. I'm 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 very upset. <laughs> Do you want me to describe the game briefly before we talk about it? Go ahead. Okay. So Loop Hero is in essence it's a it's a roguelite. Um mm-hmm. you it's it's very, very pixel art. You have a little sprite it's like walks old. around the it's like it's sorry, it's not yeah, just pixel so, art, it's like trying to emulate the it's look three... of an old game. Yeah, it's 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 got a few different art styles yeah, going on at the same time. Uh, Heroes of Might and Magic. Yeah, yeah. So so the 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 pixels for the the sprites, like the creatures that are on the map, yeah. um, they are pretty much think the art style that happened just immediately after ASCII, like the yeah, first I time they started making. ASCII. So yeah. the, 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 when they were like, okay, let's okay, okay. games are actually a thing. Let's make things not just letters and symbols. Let's make them an actual <laughs> vague like eight, eight, eight bit sprites. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's tiny, like straight up, like. Your little dude walks around. His arms are a pixel wide each, and the sword is a pixel wide, and, and he's sort just of one color. like a bendy <laughs> arm. And yeah, everything's just one color. But on the map, things are a bit more detailed. That's more like sixteen bit art graphics. Um, okay. the, the the buildings and the things underneath that you're walking around on are a bit more detailed, more colors. And then there's like the overlaid dialogue where it's got big artwork where you can actually see the details on people's faces and shit for you know dialogue yeah either way so the the game um has two main features there's the overworld where you um like like a campsite yeah your base your base base. a little bit of base management sort of thing there's base management you know you you build buildings and shit and then you go on adventures and that creates a loop so there's just this big loop on the map you walk around that loop and your character will just fight dudes you have no input to the game other than you can place items on the map and you can choose your equipment that's the only, so only the, thing the that's items it. that you're placing on the map come from card drops so you it's a bit yep. of a deck builder as well so you yes, build out is. a deck of up to like depending on where you are in the game 12 to 15 sometimes more cards that you can have in your deck we you have you as defeat- well as seven yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but um as you increase i've noticed the max number increases I started the only out to have 12 and now I could have 15 in the deck. Mm. Um, so every time you defeat a creature, it'll generally drop either an item or a card, like a, 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 um, a tile, as I call them, um, which is generally I like a land card, which gives you resources or an enemy spawn. Um, and they can interact with each other um, to create even weirder enemy spawns. Um, mm. Not then, very often. I, I've no. got a couple start and i thought that it was going to be a bit more interesting but i've tried a lot of combinations i mean i could just fucking look them up yeah uh, but most of the combinations don't do things well i've started getting another one like have you got the village oh yeah yeah I got so the I've started, from the person, so yeah, yeah i start getting another one by getting the forests it just starts randomly generating these forest villages oh neat yeah <laughs> i haven't figured out exactly what triggers them yet 
Um, <laughs> oh, did you figure out what makes the blood clots yet? The blood clots, yeah. And the battlefields it's, overlap? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. having the two, two battlefields. Um, you have like the, the is it the blood growth? Um, oh, yeah, have, blood growth. Yeah. If you, you then delete the forest, if you delete the hungering growth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which kind of <laughs> <that> sucks. <laughs> does more damage. <laughs> it does. It does slightly like so. They, they it kills enemies if they get to like fifteen percent, and then mm. it, the blood, the hungering goes does twenty percent instead of fifteen, but it constantly beats the shit out of you while you're standing there. <laughs> exactly, which isn't really worth the trade off. Yeah. But anyway, so the games, the the, the whole. So uh, did your loop get bigger? Sorry, I'm just looking at the. No, yeah, this is all tutorial. tutorial. What we're looking at the moment. I'll skip ahead. This is tutorial of the loop. Yeah. yeah. Um. So right. the the loop is random every time i think it's about the gotcha. same length every time yeah, there's a weird yeah. shape and just to keep the game a little bit interesting and there's also uh you you choose your expedition uh, i think it's got it's, it's marked by chapters there's like chapter one two yeah. three so um and each one has its own in, boss yeah so uh, unlike in a normal roguelike when you go through like if you get up to the boss you defeat it you keep going you get up to the next box you, boss you defeat it when you die you're back to the start and after the first boss again in this one, you defeat the boss. You can never burst that boss again if you choose to. That's like marked a new chapter. So then next what? time you next time you play, you don't you have can to ever fight that again. You're saying, yeah, you don't have to. Oh, the, the, sorry, sorry. I thought you yeah. said you can't. My bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't have to. So if you continue on the run after you defeat the boss, you're not really making any more progress other than just gathering more resources for your base, which is still important. Yes, which which, which is important. Um. But then, yeah, if you then end your run and go back to base, next time you start, you'll then be able to choose chapter two. And now you're going up to the, the second boss. And but you still spawn in yeah. with no items and like, Yeah, yeah level you're still one. starting, yeah, from nothing. But you're just now working towards the next boss. And and the way that you spawn the bosses is if you can... Um, that In the top left-hand corner, there's sort of two bars. One is the time in-game because there's days as you progress and things trigger at the beginning of each day. And the second bar is like map progression. Every time you place down a card and build out what the map looks like, it progresses that map to completion when you get it that bar completely filled up the boss will spawn at the at essentially the start of the loop um and then when you get up to that you then encounter it and can choose to fight it or run away it's it's it the the story of the game is is quite interesting the way they work it a fair bit of humor in the writing as well yeah, the, the writing is definitely like it's it's got a very like a medieval sort of the world's ending, but the writing is very much just normal dialogue you might have with someone else. Yeah, like <laughs> felt, like you're arguing with someone about why the god like the gods destroying the world, and you're like, are you serious? Like <laughs> you wouldn't expect that kind of dialogue from, you know, mm. ye oldy sword fighting angels game, dying. Yeah. yeah, but but basically, so the the idea is that the world's being destroyed. Um, but not in a traditional sense where, you know, it's blowing up or anything, but just everything's being taken away and everyone's memories become just wiped. No one can remember things. Um, and it's just everything sort of falling to pieces and being just just disappearing. Uh, but the main thing, the reason you're the protagonist is because you are the only person who can remember things occasionally. So you'll walk in, you're in your loop and you're walking along this like unknown path and all of a sudden you remember there's a forest over there and you get that by putting getting a card and putting a forest there and you're like oh there's a there's a swamp in front of me and that swamp can spawn mosquitoes 
and I'll kill the mosquito when I get stronger. So you're remembering things, but by remembering them, they come into existence. Gotcha. Um, and yeah. and so that's why the, the level progresses. And then once you've filled out enough of the level, once you've remembered enough of the place, the boss will come in. So yeah. it's pretty interesting. And that's also how like your base works. Like you start remembering, you know, there's a library there and there's a herbalist hut there and people are like, oh yeah, hey, yeah, I remember now. Mm. And you sort of just, uh, that's how you're slowly saving everybody. And the other thing that makes you a bit unique is like, you got they, every time you go out on these these loops, they're called expeditions. You go out on an expedition. You're the only one who goes out on expeditions and then returns. Other right, people yeah, have gone that, out that, on them, but no one else has ever come back. <laughs> yeah, because because that's the other thing. Because when you go out, those things aren't stable. Like those memories that you're placing, they're not permanent. That's the whole thing. They only exist while you're there. But sometimes yeah. little pieces of it, like a rock or something you can collect and you've made that stable and that's how that's what the resources are they're stabilized memories there so like you'll you'll you might have a uh you'll place a mountain and you'll get a pebble from that mountain and then you'll pocket that pebble and you keep going around and when you come back to base you deposit all these like these stable memories and that's what you build your bases with and stuff yeah and so the- the way those resources work. So as you go out on the expeditions and you, you, you're accruing resources, you go sticks and pebbles and other, other various things. Um, at, at the time that you like begin the loop, there's a little like picture of a campfire like that. That's like the start point. You can choose it at, at the end of any loop. I'm going to end my run here by clicking a button and you keep every, all the resources that you've gathered. Yeah. Um, you can also choose to end the run at any point, but if you're not at base, you're only going to keep 60% of what you've gathered. Or if you die in combat, you only keep 30% of what you've gathered. So if you're and halfway through a loop and die, you're only keeping 30%. You should have you should have bitched out earlier and only t- and taken the 60. And the beauty, yeah, the beauty of that is you can you because you can always pause the game. You can always yep. pause the game. And so at the start of every fight, realistically, you have a choice of quitting or not, and keeping 60 rather 30. Um, it's also important to note that there you can get items. Um, like furniture, food, goods. Yeah. They, they take yeah, them and you to unlock them in that spots yes. <laughs> in your camp. Um, but you only get them if you complete the loop when you go at the camp. Even if you've got 10 items, if you run away and not at the camp, you'll lose them all. If you if you take the 60%, you don't get any items. Yeah. That's really and, and the items, so you, you've got, um, if you've unlocked it, you can have take essentially assign a certain amount of them. You have like slots that you can fill up and the different items will do different things, whether it's like if, if you choose to assign the garlic, it's like extra damage to vampires or, you know, extra health each day or whatnot. You can um, have a so bit more like permanent buffs mm. that you can assign at the beginning of each run. And, um, up, and upgrading the basic buildings, Josh, they increase the amount of slots that you have for each yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of kind of neat. But that's enough about talking about the game. Mm. We should talk about how we feel about it. I think it's pretty lit. I love it. It's fucking great. <laughs> and it, yeah, um, it's a great one that you can just sort of have going whilst doing other things because it's got that sort of idle mentality about like you don't have to actually do anything in the fights. Your character yeah. will just walk around the loop. If you don't really care and you're just going on a bit of a resource run, you can just sort of let it run and do something else or watch Netflix and then just sort of check back on it and pause it and like place down your tiles and assign new equipment. Um and to sort of let it go if you want to. Like, you can play it that way. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how you, you could do that. Have you done that? Because I, I can't. I couldn't. <laughs> I pay a hundred percent attention, and I still die way too early. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I have. I, they're not my best runs, but it's definitely a way that you could play it. Like you don't have to be paying a hundred percent attention to it because of the idle nature of it, and especially if you're not paying it on like the fast speed because it's two speeds you can play it at to 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 speed it up. The speed um, only affects how quickly you walk around the loop, not how quickly battles go though. Yes, yeah, they just did, and it's literally just a time multiplier, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's um, it's kind of interesting because you, you, you when you're setting up for the run and when you're placing things, it, it's it's not simple. You you think to yourself, all right, I need to make this as easy as possible to get through, but that's yeah. not the case because otherwise no. you could literally just not place anything and just walk yeah. around the fucking that. It's not going to do anything. But well, every then, every lap you do increases the enemy level. It does, Luke, but you haven't placed Luke any enemies. But you're, to just enemy gonna, you're just going to be struggling to kill slimes <laughs> later yeah. on. That's about it. <laughs> the slimes, yeah. slimes will always spawn. They spawn on the default tiles. Yeah. But yeah. then uh, the, the other thing is, like, you don't want it to get too difficult. Like, if you're like, oh, I've got to keep putting enemies down to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Next thing you know, your map's full of really tough enemies and you can't fucking survive. And yeah. so you've got to find that balance the whole time and you get in the mindset of, I need to make it challenging but not too challenging. And I keep that's, getting... That's I'll just get game distracted. dev, isn't it? <laughs> I'll just keep getting distracted and I'll just sort of... I'll, I'll just get like, oh yeah, this is good. This will make a tough fight here, but I'll get good items. I'll put this here. And then I've just completely put the village just myself. after it so you get a bit of health again. <laughs> yeah, I, I've just completely fucked myself because I've just made everything way too difficult and I die. Yeah. yeah. And it... Oh, I, it's, it's a, it's, yeah, I, I feel like I've got to pay attention to the game. One, one thing we forgot to mention is classes. So there are different classes in the game. So mm. you start off as a warrior. So that means you just... um be able you can equip um some armor uh, a, a a ring a sword and a shield and they're the items that will drop on your run but as you go through and unlock different buildings you unlock different classes so far i've gotten two other ones a rogue and a necromancer and they I'm play the quite differently so Very the different. rogue doesn't collect items as they go every time they defeat an enemy that enemy will basically give them a trophy which goes into a bag and at the end of the loop when you're essentially back at base, that because that's what the end is, you turn in all those trophies for a bunch of items then. So Do you know if the trophies are different? Or is it just a quantity thing? I think it's just a quantity thing. So so when you're playing them, you don't want to verse tough enemies. You just want to have lots of like few enemies. I lots honestly of haven't enemies. looked too much into okay, it. Yeah. I'm not know. too sure, because fuck Rogue. I can't I lose every time I play Rogue. Oh no, I I loved I loved Rogue while I was playing it. I'm playing Necromancer now because I like that more. But the Rogue Nec can equip different things. Yeah. So the Rogue can't equip any um any rings. They have um they do have uh, armor, they can have boots, and instead of a shield, they can have a second weapon. So you're essentially doing twice the damage of what a warrior would do because you have two weapons. But there's um, also the straight up stats you don't have. So each class yeah. have their own uh, specific stats. So the warrior has re health regen per second uh, and some and that, other... that's because defensive. rings give health regen. Right, right. It's the ring. Yeah, so it's, it's the, the item that gives the ability. So by not getting gotcha. the item, you miss out on the abilities. But, but then the also, rogue has boots, so they have but, um, evasion. But not that's not necessarily the case because if you have the ability to get health regen, it can be on any item. Right. Okay. So it's 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 yeah, more no, than yeah. The I, I have, you, yeah. So yeah, re yeah. rings are like the source of it, but because they can have rings, anyone can have any any item can have health regen. Gotcha. But you, uh, didn't you say you could have rings on rogue? Um, 
Not on rogue. They have boots instead. So they have two weapons, boots? armor and boots. Oh, oh, I have armor. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I find them very hard to get health back with. They they have vampirism, but it's not always consistent. And that's the mm-hmm. other thing. So because every time you do a loop, the everything's level increases, right? Yeah. So you have items. They have rarities. They have different effects on them. But then obviously each time you do a loop, you're going to need to update your items. So if you're going for a reticular build, like say I'm going heavy damage, but with vampir- lifesteal, like vampirism kind of thing. If you, you might have like a, a one ring that gives all heaps of vampirism, but not that much. It's only low level. RNGs not, might not be nice to you. You might not get any more vampirism. So you're stuck with either having really shit items and not building or. I don't, I don't think this is a game where you go for a build. It absolutely it's- is. Well, like this is a game to me where I think it's, all it's, roguelikes are where you go for a build and you but just it sort of is work definitely one you go for builds, yeah. But because I mean, of the you... RNG of it, like I'm just playing a numbers game. I'm like, as long as the item I equipping, I'm equipping is um, has more pluses than it does negatives. I'm 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 applying it. Yeah, but you see, you don't, you won't have those crazy. I mean, that it's it's you still you are you're still relying on RNG to give you a build based on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, because you can have all really good items and do rubbish just because you don't have anything that you're particularly good at. You know, sometimes being an all rounder is good. With Warrior, being all rounder works. Mm. I find that if I want to get really far as an necromancer, I need to have a build. I need to be you ignoring need some speed. stats. <laughs> you need fuck tons of attack speed. <laughs> oh, you need attack speed, but you also need to have like more more skeletons. Because I mean, yeah. the, you can only have the necromancer Sorry, can't but- attack. Yeah, necromancer so thing, we haven't spoken about the necromancer class and how it oh works. we don't have to go into detail but yeah. i mean yeah you just spawn attack a skeleton. And skeletons. fantastic yeah. yep and your skeleton just does the hitting yep. yeah it's, it's, so it's, the, the necromancer doesn't have um doesn't have armor or weapons from oh, the book the grimoire is a weapon yeah so it, ha- it has a book instead of a downright weapon it has two rings and a um and a necklace they're like because but that's also four. have you unlocked the arsenal yet no, not yet. I haven't unlocked so, Arsenal. Arsenal's I'm going gold for card. The, the warehouse, I think, is what I'm trying to do at the moment. Right. Well, there's gold cards you can get, which are big. Plus oh, no, big I, don't, I lie. Sorry, I do have gold cards. So I have the I have two gold cards, and you can only have one in your deck. Yes, and you get it, but right. at the start, it's basically yeah. just a game modifier, and they tend to be like, yeah, big, big bonus, big negative. So I use the Arsenal, which is all stats are reduced by fifteen percent on everything, but you get a whole nother weapon slot. Which means right. that you can go for builds easier because you've got less. Like you can have one item dedicated to something. Mm. It definitely helps with the the have necromancer because you you've got more slots for extra skeletons. The bandit camps that spawn next to villages. Oh yeah, heaps of times. They fucking steal your items. They break your items. I mean, I mean, there's not a big difference, yeah. but yes, they can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, and they I, every time they've done it to me, it's always been my best item. I'm not sure if oh. that's chance or if it's just how it's played out. Well, but they I... only do that on the third chapter. So things get new abilities yeah, depending okay. on the chapter. So I, need to, so st- the I first... need to stop playing third chapter while yeah, I, I get that, a bunch exactly. of shit. <laughs> I don't touch third chapter. I've been, so I was sticking to first chapter until I beat the second boss. Then I went back to first chapter for a bit. And then I went back to the second boss, grinded that out, killed the second boss, got to the third stage, tried it out. No thanks. I'm back to just grinding out the second stage trying to get some resources <laughs> to build up my base. Because yeah. that's that's it. That's how your character gets better overall is by upgrading your base. Yeah, is the base. Yeah. Um, um, and you, you, there's there's enough variety in the base that it's 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 quite interesting. You, you, you don't just go build this, then this, then this, and then this. 
at the start it's a little bit like that but it ends up placement being a bit of a treat as well placement's huge yeah yeah i want to get the watchtowers i haven't I've got, got that one yet. i've got oh, one yeah? watchtower um they're great so the watchtower you get a bit of fall huh like how do you choose where it goes you just place it on the map like any other building. <laughs> do you start with the card in your hand or? No, it's not a card. Okay. So so the watchtower, you don't place anything on the loop. You place it in your base like you normally would. And then the archer just spawn, like, because the archer's at the camp, the tile either side of the camp will just have an archer in combat with you. Oh, so it's only at the camp. Yeah. But you can, oh, level, up, you, you can level up the watchtower to increase its range. Uh, okay. okay. And I guess and then you can put some more tough enemies near the base yeah. so that you've got them and because yeah. you know you're going to have support there. Yeah. Okay. And explicitly could it explicitly calls out that it the archery doesn't the watchtowers don't apply to bosses because the bosses spawn on yeah. on camp. So like you know, <laughs> I also I just only now realized that your camp, right? That you were spawning at, that is your base. I yes. thought that was just a campsite. Like you live somewhere else in fuck knows where and you just made a little campsite here. No, no. The camp tile represents this is that where is your base your exists. actual base. I only realize yeah. that now that you say the watchtower is at the base and I guess that makes sense. And that explains why I can just quit my run. When you're where, at base. When, when you're there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I guess that makes sense then, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. It, yeah, they've, they've thought about the logic of this a little bit weird, huh? Mm. Yeah, weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just, the, the weird like the way some of the stuff combines together so like you got you got the rocks and mountains when you place down the first time you put a grid of um nine so three by three that spawns a big mountain which then will spawn harpies that fly down um there, there's other uh, other ways that things interact and the creatures that spawn out it's just it's very much a one more one one more i'll do one more loop i'll do one more expedition and then hours have passed it's one of those games oh i i, I do that cheap. and then i die yeah. <laughs> it, I, it, it's it's a, it's a cheaper game as well it's like 17 bucks huh? no it's um, definitely worth it yeah it's I, I know you've pumped like over 20 hours into it already this week i'm i, I also well. leave the game open a bit um, <laughs> right okay i make uh, i hate that i want my playtime on steam to be representative of my actual playtime so i make sure if i'm not playing a game i'm exiting out of it if I'm right not actively but both, playing. both you and i are not sure if the game saves while you're in a run and yeah. i'm too scared to try it out so if i'm so, in the middle of a run and i'm going well and i gotta go do something i'm just gonna leave the game open oh see i plan ahead i'm like i've got to do something in 15 minutes i'm not going to start another run we got, well, we got Kyle in chat saying it does not save mid-run. <laughs> thank you, Kyle. We made the right choice by not testing that out. <laughs> but uh, no, back to what you were talking about how, with the interactions. This, I'm gonna, this is my main gripe with the game. So I love the interactions. Honestly, if there weren't interactions, I'd probably already be bored with the game. Mm. But because things work with, do just, you know, mix things up, that's, it, it, it makes it so much more interesting. But there's no way to know what is going to interact. So at first I was like, okay, I might learn. There might be enough that, or it's 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 kind of obvious in some way. But things have been interacting just randomly, like goblin camps work with swamps to change things, and it's like but I you didn't. Don't, goblin know camps that. are a random spawn. Yes, but swamps aren't. So you could put yeah, a swamp true. next to it, but true. it's not yeah, good. Yeah. Like mm. it's actually it spawns an archer that you can't kill, and it just makes it harder. So <laughs> that's not great. Like, it's one. just it's just progression there. Yeah. Um but, there's another but, one that you haven't got yet because you say you don't have the forests. Have you got the lightning towers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them. So they so the lightning towers, you know how they do like a, a 
essentially yep. a big plus. They interact with the forest. So if, if a forest is on the axis of the lightning tower, it's now a yeah. burned forest. And instead oh. of applying, instead of giving you um, attack speed, it gives you magic damage. Oh, neat. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, what I'm what I want to say is that um, it, it, there's there's no good way to to know what interacts. Yeah, interesting that's fair. and that's fair. They, they have the perfect example for it like the perfect way of doing it there's a there's a library that you can get and yeah. you can then spend knowledge like a, a book, books of knowledge memories of knowledge or whatever the fuck it is it's a currency you can spend that to to unlock things about the things you've seen like you can uh for forest example it's a, yeah it's, a, it's an encycl- in-game encyclopedia in-game, so you, once you've seen a forest it appears there there's a little bit of dialogue about it and then you can spend a point to learn something new about it perfect way to say hey this can interact with this maybe or maybe even a, just a hint like a paragraph that says that the forests are, are great but they're easily burnt down in thunderstrikes or some shit like that yeah make it subtle yeah. sure but it doesn't it's just more flavor you spend the currency to get a bit more flavor it's kind and, of useless, yeah. then, isn't it? I know. Yeah. I was so excited to get that and spend the money, to spend the points, just so I could learn how things Is, work. Are you sure it's not like a, a low level thing? Like maybe you can unlock new details later on. Uh, maybe, but like I thought, like the, you, the campsite doesn't actually have that many different buildings. Like it's not yeah. like the 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 choose what you want to build screen isn't actually that big. I've already seen it all. Nothing else yeah. sounds like it would. This was the perfect way to say, "Hey, this can interact with this," yeah. but it doesn't. Is it? And obviously, is it a level like, up to the library, maybe, like because you can oh, level possibly, up your buildings as well. Possibly, but I don't want to wait too yeah, long. It would, I want to know now. And it would I make sense for it to online. be right there. And if it's not, that is a little strange. And if, exactly. you're right; it's a perfect I can Google for him to do it. Yeah. yeah, I can Google it, and I just don't want to because once I Google it, that's boring. If yeah, I find out on my own, or yeah. if I, you know. You earn currency to find out more. I mean, that's a perfect way to do it. I, I get these knowledge points. I spend it at the library to learn how my tiles work. Perfect. But yeah. I don't think it does. I think I'm just going to have to Google it and it's going to be kind of depressing. That is really lame. Like, it should but, be, hey, if you join three mountains, you get the big mountain, stuff like that. Like, yeah. And yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's quite I guess tedious. I it wants you to figure to, it out on your own and experiment and figure things out that way. But there are far yeah. too many possibilities and yeah. like you don't take every card in and you don't want to just waste your whole run just putting things randomly getting yeah. no resources or dying it yeah, yeah. anyway yeah i get you all right well still um, happy with the game though. yeah still very good game <laughs> still a very good purchase for the price um do highly recommend it's on steam as i say it's like 17 bucks it's published by devolver i can't remember who the devs are though um but yeah great game cool recommend all right. Well, on that note, we've been Heroes Tavern Podcast. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Heroes Tavern Pod. Uh, go check out the Patreon and the Discord. Links are below for those. Uh, you can find me personally at Hit That Rowdy on any social media platform. Uh, I'm at Spazarus. Hit me up in the Discord. Come say hi. I'm Smuffin. You can get me there too. Fantastic. Sweet. We'll see you next week. See you later. See ya. Bye.